Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1039, Kill Inner Clutter Before It Kills You, and How to Get Back to What You Love, both by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year to help you optimize your life. And I have two posts today for you from Courtney Carver. Let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Kill Inner Clutter Before It Kills You by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com While physical clutter is not easy to get rid of, it is easy to identify. When you are ready, you can put it in a box and donate it or sell it. Digital clutter, seemingly invisible, is also very evident. You see it when you open your email, jump into iTunes, or sort through folders on your desktop. What about your inner clutter, the emotional baggage, the what-ifs and if-onlys, the why-me's. What can you do about that voice inside your head that never lets you fully move forward? Let's face it, stress kills. Stress causes or exacerbates disease. Stress makes us sad and anxious. One of the greatest causes of stress is inner clutter. It's hashing through things that have already passed or have yet to happen. The worry and angst that you put yourself through will kill you. If it doesn't literally kill you, It will kill the person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person we deserve to know, the person you are. The most obvious forms of inner clutter include guilt, regret, judgment, overwhelmingness, bitterness, fear, and worry. There are others, but most come back to a form of these. They may be a part of life, but they don't have to be an ongoing part of life. You can release yourself from this inner clutter. How to kill inner clutter. Responsibility. Isolate your inner clutter and take responsibility. If you live with daily guilt, ask why. Is there something you can do right now to apologize or fix what you've done? If you identify that you haven't done anything wrong, perhaps guilt is not yours to feel after all. Will a note or a call of apology change the past? No, but it can change the present. Accept responsibility for your fear and anxiety and admit that it's been holding you back. Only then can you begin to work on a solution. If you are angry, sad, scattered, or worried for no identifiable reason, accept that too and ask for help. Gentleness. You can accept responsibility even for something you've been holding on to for years without the harsh words and critique that you think you deserve. You served your time. Remind yourself that you cannot change the past and revel in the idea that today you will change. Today, you will do the right thing. Praise your progress. Awareness. 
When you are short-tempered or angry about something silly, pay attention. There is something behind the needless argument or harsh word. What is it? It's tempting to put the blame somewhere else, but if you can be aware of your actions, you can begin to take responsibility. Do it anyway. Your feelings and emotions can stop you in your tracks. They'll tell you that you aren't good enough. They'll tell you not to bother. They'll tell you that it's too hard and really scary. So what? Do it anyway. You can quiet your mind with action and purpose. Let go. You failed. You disappointed. You hurt someone. You can't fix it. If that is the case, it's time to recognize your mistakes and let them go. Holding onto the pain isn't making anything better. Instead, it's getting in the way of your lovely life. If you woke up today, you have an incredible opportunity to live a brand new day. Take it, run with it, make the very most of it. Engage. We are a society of multitaskers, but we can only really think one thought at a time. Find something you're amazingly interested in. Learn a new skill, make new friends, help people. Jump in and give it your energy and focus. Dismiss your past transgressions, not through denial, but through purposeful attention to something meaningful. When you are thoughtfully engaged in something that matters, you don't have time to judge and assume. You won't have the energy to torment yourself for the things you did or didn't do. It's time to stop thinking you can make up for what you did wrong by punishing yourself. It's time to stop punishing others for what you think they might have done wrong. They are punishing themselves. Don't ignore bad behavior. Don't forget misguided actions, but forgive them, let them go, and start living. If you need help, seek it. How to Get Back to What You Love by Corny Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com I rave about the benefits of yoga and how much I love going to yoga classes, but recently I stopped going. Last June, my yoga studio closed and I had trouble finding another good fit. There are great options in my neighborhood, so the trouble was mostly on my end. I loved my other studio and community so much that I had trouble with the transition. I continued to practice on my own during my morning routine, but after practicing with a wholehearted teacher, I realized that practicing alone wasn't enough. Many people have powerful solo yoga practices, but I thrive in the class setting. Practicing yoga, meditation, and other magical things in Costa Rica brought me back to what I love most about yoga. Tomorrow, I'll be attending my first class in a local studio. I've never been there before, but I wanna take the momentum and inspiration I brought home with me and set it into motion before it wears off. If there is something you've abandoned over the past year or even longer, here are three steps to help you get back to what you love. Identify your why. Why do you love drawing, running, yoga, meditation, clean eating, or whatever it is that you've fallen away from recently. Use your why as leverage to commit. For instance, I believe that yoga heals my body and brain, and 100% of the time after I practice with a group, I feel better than before we started. How can I argue with that compelling information? Do it with someone else. I practice my morning routine all alone, but hanging out with like-minded people reminded me that I needed the energy, accountability, and joy that comes from being with awesome people. For you, that can mean a class or group setting or one accountability partner to encourage and keep you on track. There is a place for solitude and a place for people. And when you are starting a new habit or going back to what you love, you need your people. Set a goal or parameters. Write down your plan. 
I put a few yoga classes in my calendar and will build my workday around them. I'm committing to a minimum of three classes a week for one month at the same studio. Putting the plan on paper will make it impossible to ignore. Practicing what you love takes time and energy, but it pays you back with more energy and focus so you can better use the time you have. It's not always easy going back to what you love, but once you take the first step, you'll fall in love all over again. When you get back to what you love, you'll feel more love and be more loving. Get back to what you love. It's time. You just listened to the post titled, Kill Inner Clutter Before It Kills You, and How to Get Back to What You Love, both by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you're having a great start to your week and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.